0: Hey, welcome back to Be Present Podcast with your host, Rashad Smith. This is the month of Savan, a time of renewal, fulfillment, and deployment. Actually, Sunday, May 24th, 2020 is the first of Savan. However, just as I did for this current month, ER or IR, I want to give you the benefit to have you to be successful in knowing what's ahead for the month of Sivan, so you can be ruling and reigning in the month and in divine alignment and time with God Almighty. Sivan is about receiving a new Torah from Yahweh. Torah can have many meanings ranging from Moses' involvement in the first five books of the Hebrew Bible, to the written word that is the Old Testament, to the laws Yahweh provided Moses on Sinai, in this specific episode though, we're discussing the Torah as God's instructions to His people and God's own law. God's descent to meet Moses on Sinai brought about the Ten Commandments, as we know, or many of us know. Savan is associated with the law of Yahweh, but also see it this way. God Himself choosing to appear before His people to speak, instruct, And perfect his will in them then and for us today in 2020. Logically, the Torah was given to Moses and the prophets and minor prophets, so we cannot go back then and undo what had already been done. However, the awesomeness and omnipotence of our God is that he is creator who loves doing new things. Jesus was a new thing, and Jesus himself abolished the old law, bringing in a new law. While we don't forsake what Yahweh did and said in the Old Testament, it can be likened to our posture to have a balance of old and new, or the logos, which is the written word, and the rhema, which is the active, prophetic, spontaneous word both words logos and rhema are his law and both come out of his mouth even today therefore we can prophetically receive a new torah so to speak in 2020 and the interesting thing about receiving a new torah is what happened with the 120 hungry servants of god in the upper room how holy spirit was the new thing poured out on those who'd heeded Jesus' command to tarry until, which is known as Pentecost in the New Testament. We celebrate Pentecost in Sivan we can expect Yahweh to pour out new revelation knowledge to us as well as remind us of his covenant to us that should revolutionize our lives during this time to be faithful to him as he has always been faithful to us. Savan is the month where that for which we've believed manifests and we are thrust into the new, whatever the new is for us with a fresh outpouring and anointing from Holy Spirit that we did not have before to do the things that Yeshua commissioned us to do. 1. Heal the sick, that is, heal them from various ailments of the physical body. 2. Heal the sick again, which is from various ailments of the soul, mind, will, and emotions. 3. Feed the hungry. 4. Care for the poor and needy. 5. Tend to the widows and orphans. 6. Do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with God Almighty, Yahweh. 7. Cast out devils. 8. Speak in other tongues. 9. Evangelize. 10. Perpetuate the ministry of Yeshua in the earth, the apostolic, prophetic, evangelical, teaching, and pastoral ministries. 11. Advance the kingdom of heaven. The authority and might of God and the preeminence of Jesus. 12. Bind the strong man. 13. Tread and trample on serpents and scorpions, which is metaphorical for the demonic, with authority and power and without being harmed. 14. Prophesy the acceptable year of the Lord God Almighty. And 15. Deliver the captives. That is the deliverance ministry. Accomplishing these things by the power and anointing of Holy Spirit with the additional gifts to us, which are found in 1 Corinthians 12. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, faith, gifts of healings, gifts of miracles, prophecy, distinguishing of spirits, speaking in unknown tongues and interpreting the unknown tongues. Savan is also about harvest time. Prophetically speaking, what was sown in faith and in faithful labor last season in a time of sowing now is a time to reap what has been sown. Technically, this is a positive reaping of what has been sown in faith unto God. However, we know from Jesus' own mouth that whatever has been sown, be it good or evil, will indeed be reaped. So, Expect those things done in faith to be brought about in your life. The key is to hear from Holy Spirit on how to give, when to give, and how to sow so you're always in divine timing and alignment to receive divine blessings multiplied in the earth. It's the having of our vats and barns full of harvests Because we've offered unto God Almighty the very essential and best of our sacrifices and labor, also known as first fruits. Also, prophetically speaking, our great King Yahweh favors us to write decrees in his name and in his authority against our oppressors to be sealed for a determined time for execution of what has been written in the decree. So make decrees, write decrees under the guidance of Holy Spirit and patiently wait for the allotted time of the decree to be fulfilled. You can find this in Esther chapter 8. For those of you who understand the Romans 12 gifts, also known as the motivational gifts and stylized as the redemptive gifts, Savan is a giver month. Now that's really important. The giver design has the ability to invest and to see investments and to see where to pull investments that have been sown, whether in a time of sowing of sowing or a recent time, and to reap the harvest soon. The giver design also has the ability to nurture that new life, that venture, that business. The Giver Design also has an affinity towards business. And government. So you ought to be looking for things in the month of, of Sivan, on how to rule and reign and rule and reign under the guidance and government of Jesus on how to succeed in business and how to succeed and have your finances be full, but only according to the laws of Jesus. I want to remind you and caution you of something that Matthew says to seek first his kingdom and all these things will be added unto you. Seek first his kingdom and righteousness. Now, money is not wrong. Business is not wrong. Possessions of the earth and being successful in the land. That's really what it's about. The giver design is really about being successful in the land of the living in this earth. But I want you not to get caught up in covetousness or get caught up in greed and avarice and bind and keep things for yourself or get into cahoots and underhanded deals with people because that will cause a curse on you because it's an inversion of the design. You own nothing and you control nothing. Be wary of yourself and be wary of things and people you're around and, and trying to control and manipulate. We want the freedom of Holy Spirit to come in and move upon us in the atmosphere on the earth in Savan because the Holy Spirit indeed broke out on Pentecost in Savan. So for the giver design, Holy Spirit is supposed to break out and bring such liberality. In fact, when you read in Romans chapter 12 of the giver design, it says to give in liberality, give liberally. There is supposed to be a freedom And a liberty that's brought forth from the investment and from their synergistic life giving essence. They're supposed to be a giving and receiving, not just a taking and a taking. And this is synonymous also with the kingdom of heaven. We go up, we ascend, we offer praises, we offer sacrifices, we offer alms, we offer tithes, all these things that God Himself calls us to do and offer Him. And He opens up the heavens, as the word tells us in Malachi, and He pulls. Pours out blessings on us that we cannot contain. The kingdom of God is about sowing and reaping, about giving and receiving. It's in, excuse me, it's in the very nature of our Father who is giver, who loves to receive the love and the adoration and just the attention and the affection from those he created, from his loved ones. So I highly encourage you in the month of Sivan to adore God Almighty and to see the success that he has mapped out and laid out The blueprint he has written before time was time in the month of Savan for us to be successful in the land of the living. I encourage you to begin to open up your mouth in the year of the mouth, in the decade of the mouth, that you begin to declare the things of heaven as Holy Spirit pours out on you and you are guided by him that you are wealthy in God. You are rich in God. According to all the riches and glory you are supplied, your needs are met and fulfilled in Sivan. Now, biblically speaking, reformation in Israel and Judah began during the reign of King Hezekiah of Judah in the month of Sivan. Once the heaps were complete, four months later, everyone had all they needed. Now, this Kind of sounds like what I was just talking about in the month of Sivan, about having your vats full and the windows of heaven poured out and being successful in the land of the living. I want to pause just for a second. I want to encourage you. There is so much hesitation about the sons of God being wealthy or the sons of God being successful and the sons of God having dominion in the earth with overall success. So I made a podcast episode the beginning of this year in January. I would encourage you to go back and listen to that because it plans and maps out from God's own mouth what he ordained and what he says about success from the word and prophetically. I'm going to read that sentence one more time. Biblically speaking, reformation in Israel and Judah began during the reign of King Hezekiah of Judah in the month of Savan. Once the heaps were complete four months later, everyone had all they needed. None were hungry or in lack. But before we see the ending, let's look at the foundation of the thing laid in Savan. During Savan, everyone came together. Israel and Judah, Judah, Benjamin, Ephraim and Manasseh to utterly destroy the altars, high places and statues of false gods and idolatry. That is a word. We are living in this time. We have seen so much. And now is a time that the fresh outpouring, the great outpouring of the sons of God, it falls on us. And we manifest just as the apostolic era. And they went out and did thus and thus in the name and represent a representative light. Of the one they worship, which was Jesus, the one they followed, which was Jesus, and he gave them his spirit. This is the same thing of us receiving this new, if you will, Torah. That is a word for us today. God is raising up some giants in faith for us to go take down the false gods and idol- and idolaters and idolatry in the world today. It's not just here in the States united states it's wherever you're positioned it's in poland it's in france it's in uganda it's in australia it's in russia it's wherever you are the enemy has erected its thrones of iniquity And false structures and altars and God is raising up his sons and daughters to be people of justice and mercy to be warriors who are set on fire who are laid down lovers in his name until the end but hear this the word was when the tribes came together there is something that the father is doing in this earth beginning of 2020 that he is aligning the tribes and he's calling in the troops to get in formation. And if you don't heed this and you don't hear this, you're going to stay wandering and you're going to stay in unalignment. You're going to be maligned, you're going to be misaligned. You want to make sure that you're hearing from Abba, you're hearing from Yahweh. And you're hearing from Holy Spirit and you find your tribes and, and get together synergistically. You don't want to be a lone ranger in this season because it was when the tribes aligned and they went out as troops and battled and the ark was carried in the middle by the Levites. They had victory. Yahweh went before them. It is time that we see the victory of God on behalf of the sons of God in this earth for the world he not only created, but the world he loved. Furthermore, Hezekiah released commandments to the priests to offer burnt offerings unto God Almighty on Rosh Kadesh, that's the new moon or the beginning of the month, on Shabbat, which was a returning to the laws of God Almighty. Now, you've got to see this. There's been such a holy and pure and innocent pause and hush. And I just want you to silence all the voices, the voices of the enemy, the voice of doubt, the voice of fear, even the voice of people trying to make sense of it and just hear the purity of Holy Spirit who brings liberality, who brings freedom. God is calling us to a purity to return. It's been such a year so far of us looking inside. It's literally been a year of the burning altar, the bronze altar. Where the sacrifice was offered before you could enter into the Holy of Holies, before you could go to the next phase, where there was the bronze labor to cleanse the hands and feet, you had to go to the altar and confess and sacrifice and be cleansed, Uh, sorry, be made right and forgiven so then you could be cleansed. That's what this year is about. Now, I talk about this in my very first episode on January 1st, that this is the year of the bronze altar. This is a redemptor prophet year, and we have seen that there have been so many people returning to God. There have been so many people confessing to God. God has done such an introspective look into our hearts that we have paused and said, oh, I see what you're doing, and you're calling this out of me, and you're Calling me to come higher. Allow. The, the singeing and the burning and the flames of his love to do those things. Allow yourself to return to the purity of his law, because when savan hits and the Holy Spirit breaks out, it is boots on the ground. It's deployment time. It's for us to stand strong and go forward and be those strong men who leaps over strongholds of cities and who terrorize the gates of hell in the name and honor of Jesus. Make sure you align with your tribes. We're not going to make it for the remainder of this year or decade by ourselves. Find your kingdom covenant people. Next, Hezekiah commanded for the people to contribute to the service of the Levites and the priests so that the Levites and the priests could devote themselves to the Lord, which is sanctifying the house of God sanctifying the family and the bloodline, sanctifying worship itself, and ushering in the presence of God amongst everyone else. Israel responded well and rightly in their first fruits and tithe of everything was abundant and rich, which was then offered unto Yahweh. This, my dear listeners, is partnership. One mind and one heart, and how we have to have a greater return on receiving than what had been invested. This is how we reform society. You can refer to second chronicles chapter thirty one Savan is a month to reform society by the power of Holy Spirit. King Asa of Judah did the same thing, but before Hezekiah did it. The main difference between King Asa's reform was that he commanded everyone to covenant anew with Yahweh as the one true God and all who did not covenant or heed the command was put to death. This sounds like a harsh manner of social reform, yet you'd have to understand what was going on prior and during King Asa's days. It was very dark and nefarious. It took someone strong, devoted, and unafraid to make tough and hard decisions, not following the customs and systems of society and everyone else, even those in the righteous bloodline of David who'd been iniquitous for him to reform society back to its rightful symbiosis between heaven and earth, man and land, and God and man. King Asa removed the abominable idols in the lands of Judah and Benjamin and on the mountains of Ephraim, restoring the altar of the Lord God Almighty in those lands. Sivan is a month to be restored to a covenant relationship with Yahweh and of reformation for 2 Chronicles 15:19 states, there was no war in Asa's reign until his 35th year as king in judah how's that for peace at all sides and rest in the land the land truly being sanctified holy ground offered unto yahweh now just when you thought you'd had enough about the fullness in this month here's more that's the giver designed for you it has so much to give it has so much to be released and that is in this month Savan was when Yahweh told Moses to bring his people to Mount Sinai to meet with him. God was all in his glory and splendor on the mountain and in the sky. They, the people, feared him and they did not fear him in the good way. Both Moses and Aaron had to intercede on behalf of the people so they would not be destroyed. The beauty of this for us today is that God Almighty wants to meet with us and he wants to do it in a flashy, showy way. He is a proud groomsman before all creation for his sons and daughters. So I encourage you to watch for the unique and flashy ways of God to appear before you in the month of Sivan on a personal and corporate level. One final piece of information about Sivan, which I really hope excites you, is that God executes judgment against one of Israel's strongest captors by the mouth of his prophet Ezekiel. Ezekiel prophesied the words of God against Egypt that it would fall into the pit because it exalted itself in its own might, strength, and pride, and that other nations would come to devastate Egypt At the command of the Lord God Almighty. Prophetically speaking, this is a most excellent thing for us as it shows us that Yahweh delivered both ancient Israel and us today out of a Pharaoh system. But today in 2020, how God has brought down to heaps the splendor and might of the Pharaoh system that has ruled and even ruling in us. This tells us that God is indeed fighting for us against our enemies, roaring with the roar of the line of Judah. I pray that you were encouraged, that you were edified, and that you know a little bit more about the month of Sivan that we are about to enter into. I pray you allow yourself to be set free that you allow yourself to be made free, that you allow yourself to be liberal in the Holy Spirit for where he is, he brings freedom. That you see the goodness of God in the the land of the living, that you worship the creator of heaven and earth, El Elyon, that you seek first his kingdom and righteousness and all things shall be added unto you, that you go get your inheritance, the things that were promised you, the things you didn't know about, the things that were bound and locked up. It is yours in Savan that you become wealthy and you increase and move forward in the riches and glory of Jesus. Blessings.